What's going on, everybody? Welcome back for another episode of Trigger. This is Trigger. It's number 479 here on Wednesday, August 30th. Last episode of August. This year's going by so yeah, quick. Yeah. yeah. Um, you're about to age 17 years. Yeah, now. about to. Exactly. <laughs> In South Korea, and you're going to be, what, 52? I'm going to be five. I'm going to be like Methuselah, honeysuckle. Oh, my God. <laughs> Well, we did get past your birthday. Yes. Um, I didn't die. We're working on what? Age 43 now? Age f- actually 47. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I got to get uh, more stem sh- uh, stem cell injections. Oh, got to wait for those. Uh, plan- mean, I got to wait for my delivery from Planned Parenthood. I was about to say. Oh, stem man. cells. You mean the, you yeah. need the uh, adrenochrome. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So biggest news, obviously, for the past 24 hours or so, uh, is the major hurricane pummeling Florida and Georgia, and now soon to be yeah. South Carolina, North Carolina. It's so, in Georgia right now, right? Yeah, it's a tropical storm, I assume. Yeah, um, right, it's lost strength. Uh, still, Cat One. Wow. The, the only good thing about this, you know, if you have to look for a good thing, yeah, good, quote unquote, good. is that it was moving very quickly. Yeah, so it didn't have it time wasn't, to strengthen that Gulf, it, man. Well, no, it strengthened up to a yeah. Cat Three. Yeah. But usually, with storms that big, they come to a crawl as they're coming ashore, like Katrina. But this one kept going quick. Yeah. So. Um, you and know, it hit the uh, the bend, right? Yeah, the Pensacola yeah, era. Yeah, area. Um, the storm surge was really bad. Um, or you know, our prayers out to our good friends down in Florida, yes. of which there's many, uh, and Georgia, yeah. and South Carolina, North what was Carolina. It, like Fourteen feet. Yeah, at yeah. least. Yeah, I mean, hopefully crazy. everybody left. Yeah, but yeah. um, of course, you know, Ron DeSantis is doing a great job managing yeah. the hurricane. Yep. Uh, they've got. Tens of thousands of linemen ready to restore power. They've got millions of gallons of fuel. Um, and even though he's doing a great job leading his state through this hurricane, as he's which done many which, times yeah, in the exactly. past. Yeah, I was about to say, it's not the first time. Um, he's doing a great job. But of course, uh, a certain former president who happens to live in Florida mm. because it's such a great state mm. and has not really said I don't think a damn thing about it, at least not as of this morning. But he has been attacking DeSantis while he's trying to lead his state through this disaster. I find that quite distasteful. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's like an yeah. unwritten rule, you know, in the, in the president's club. You don't really criticize one another after you leave office. Well, technically, I mean, if you look at past presidents, I mean, Jimmy Carter doesn't say anything, Bill Clinton doesn't say anything, Bush, Obama, like, they don't. Yeah, but well, I wouldn't they, apply to DeSantis. Are you saying that DeSantis is the president? I wish. I wish. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying you is like don't. you don't, you don't, you don't do, do that, it though. during the yeah, crisis, you don't do that. right? It's one thing to attack DeSantis any other time, even though the things he attacks him for are retarded. Yeah. Um, but right now, I find that particularly distasteful. Um, and so then, of course, the press feeds into it. Oh yeah. Um, asking him some really dumb questions. Um, I have that clip here for you. It's not my concern. My concern is protecting the people of, of Florida being ready to go. And, and we've done that. And look, we in, in Florida, you, you just have to do this. I mean, this is something we put a lot of time and effort into throughout the course of, uh, of each year knowing that, that there's going to be time where you're going to have to activate it. Now, we, we had a major one last year. 
one of the most expensive on record. We were hoping not to have any this year, that maybe we would get off lucky and then, but, but that just didn't, wasn't in the card. So, so you deal with it, but, but that's, that's been our focus, getting all this stuff ramped up. I think the, the counties, uh, by and large, I think have done a really good job with this. And, um, you know, there's, there's going to be things that are going to happen over these next few days that are going to require a lot of support. And we want to be there to be able to support folks. So we'll be back with doing some more briefings. And then as soon as the storm passes, I think we'll probably end up trying to get on the road and figure out where the, where the damage, the worst damage is and, and get down there and, and see what we can do to be able to, to help those folks. Thanks. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. I mean, my my problem is that first off, the press even asking that is kind of dumb. Yes, but the reason that the press is asking that is because of what Trump is saying. Yeah, and uh, you even have now a search and rescue ongoing as we're recording this because the teams were staged; they were ready. DeSantis had them ready, called up the National Guard. Now we take notes. This is, you know, this is a master class in uh, emergency management and a great operation that they're running down there. Um, You know, even CBS was shocked with how quick the response is uh, with the search and rescue operation. We got a clip here for you. The governor brings up a really good point. Here in Florida, what they do well is respond because they're so used to responding to these storms. So almost immediately in the Perry, Florida area where the storm made landfall, we heard that they had crews in uh, checking on people, first responders into the area. So the response is pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So no Katrina's happening here. Um but yeah, I mean, he's doing a great job, and I think it's very important for him to do a great job, not just for the people who elected him, uh, but also to demonstrate what a great leader he is. And this is the exact kind of reason why you know I like DeSantis for yeah. president is because uh, he's a great you know natural leader. So, um, what else do we got? Biden emails. You know the Biden email story. He was the pseudonym. Yeah, well, he, he was used using? four different pseudonyms. Yeah. Now we're up to. Yeah, and there's five thousand emails at the archives. Ah, yeah. Ah. And I'm like, uh, so you're telling me the National Archives had this the whole time and just sat on it. They knew about yeah. it. Yep. And didn't tell anybody. Yeah. I mean, the fuck. Yeah, the same National Archives that sent to motion the FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago, but you know, that's, that's oh well, yeah, that's old. That's old, old. Old news. Yeah. Um, what was this yesterday? I guess was this yesterday or Monday? Oh no, it was Monday. Yeah. Um, the shooting at UNC. Yeah. So this shooting at UNC, and I use shooting because only one person was shot. Interestingly enough, out of all those people, one yeah. person was shot, and uh, that person happened to be the advisor of the student. The student who is Chinese and happened to study at Wuhan University mm-hmm. and was taking part in some research being funded by the NIH, could be gain-of-function research. Um, it's very, very interesting how this story just disappeared. Oh, the fact that a CCP agent murdered the NIH grant person? Well, you can... What? what? Who said that? <laughs> yeah. Who said that? Yeah. Um, Who said that? What? And so we have a full story on that. Uh, of course, uh, our great investigative reporter, 
uh, Mia Cathell dug into that, and it's available at townhall.com. You can read the full story. We cataloged all of his tweets, his postings, his crazy ramblings, um, and let's just say it's not a coincidence. <laughs> no. It's not a coincidence. So, um, What else we got here? We got some of your stories here. Uh, what's going yeah. on with this Jan 6 defendant? Oh, he decided to flee. <laughs> <laughs> he was the one. Remember the one um, early reports from the D.C. jail, how horrible they were? And how he had a the, the person had a broken hand. Uh-huh. This is the guy, and he was in house arrest for. He was released in, in twenty one under house arrest in I believe Florida, uh-huh. and he's due to be sentenced. He's a Proud Boys member. Yeah, and he decided to just leave uh-huh. <laughs> before sentencing. So there's a FBI uh, bowl out for him. I mean, I'm not going to encourage felonious behavior, but no, good for him. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> hope he gets away. Yeah, me too. Um, what else do we got here? Oh, the Jacksonville, uh, shooter. Yeah. That, that story, I don't know as much about. Well, it kind of got buried because of some, because a hurricane was buried yeah. down in the state. Yeah. But DeSantis was there. It's, it's basically this, this man named Matthew, uh, Pelometer, uh-huh. 21, an avowed racist. I mean, it's like, he uh-huh. has a manifesto, hates black people, tried to shoot a private Christian Black University tried to attack that, but got chased away by campus security. So he there. Um, so he later attacked a local Dollar General and killed three people, and then killed himself. Uh-huh. The thing is, what's interesting about this is, well, first of all, DeSantis got heckled at a vigil, and a Democrat Congress uh, councilman was like, basically, shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. This is not time for parties. A bullet knows no party. Like, stop it. Yeah. So kudos to her. But also, this individual again. Kind of was kind of a little fucked in the head. Mm-hmm. Was in 2017, Baker acted, meaning that he was involuntarily uh, mm-hmm. uh, analyzed for mental distress, which should have shown him on a background check. Mm-hmm. And it I didn't, of course. It didn't. You know, I'm sure, you know, this, the Baker Act was mentioned during the Marjorie Storm and Douglas shooting where Nicholas Cruz also, was, yeah. also could have been prevented from buying that AR 15 rifle that was used in the attack, but. Well, um, you know, they're always like, oh, we just need to do a background check. Yeah, well, well yeah. what happened here? Yeah. Like, seriously, what happened? Now, unfortunately, because there was a hurricane and everything, it's probably not going to be – there's, there's going to be no serious follow. Yeah. But it's yeah. like, again, mentally ill person. Yeah. But they're going to focus on the racism, how DeSantis is well, awful. I just love – The anti-woke education overhaul he, he, he is initiating is what caused this. That's, that's the indirect narrative that the liberal media is trying to toss out there. But again, yeah. We have a hurricane here, and hopefully that gets buried. I love the Jacksonville Sheriff. Yes. Did you see that video? Yeah. Gun, it's, not, it's people, not the guns. Yeah. And I'm sure I, he's yeah. going to catch hell for that because that that, that doesn't follow the script. I, well, I have, it is. Uh, right there I it have is. that clip here. Well, we have to stop people that have bad intentions. Guns, are, the, the story is always about guns. This, the people are bad. This guy's a bad guy. If I could take my gun off right now, I lay it on this counter. Nothing will happen. It'll sit there. But as soon as a wicked person grabs a hold of that handgun and starts shooting people with it, there's the problem. The problem is the individual. Now, guns are a tool that people use to do 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 horrible things. But um, it's the individuals that that wield these things. So we we are working hard to try to to try to stop that. But in this situation, in this case, there was nothing saying there was nothing illegal about him owning the, owning the firearms. Yeah. I was really impressed with yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. 
that's uh, it's rare to see someone having the balls to say the truth like that. Yeah, you know, in the aftermath of it. Um, what else? Joe the plumber died. Yeah, yeah pancreatic cancer, forty nine. Terrible, terrible, very sad. Um, put Obama on his heels in oh eight. Yeah, that was a great question. That became like part of the campaign. Oh, it was, yeah. And if yeah. It, if it wasn't, you know, eight years of Bush and the economy tanking, well, maybe and also John McCain and John McCain, yeah, yeah. That, that too. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe that could have resonated a bit more, but mm-hmm. they kind of botched the messaging on that. It became yeah. kind of a, a kind of a like a mockery a little bit, you know, because we all talk about Joe the plumber all the fucking time, which is yeah. it was just a mess. That that we were never going to win that election, yeah, so let's just move sure. on. <laughs> yeah. Um, What's this one you got here about the wildfires? Oh, it was colonialism. We have to look at colonialism as the source for the wildfires. What? It wasn't damaged power lines or anything. We have to go all the way back to when the white folk came in the 19th century and did this, that, and the other to the island. Mm -hmm. Because that's what's really important, is to have this pseudo-intellectual woke lecture series while people have been burned alive and communities are destroyed. I'm pretty sure it was the damaged power lines that caused the fire, but you know it's you know let's let's yeah. let's. Well, know. it could have been, you know. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. I mean, if, I mean, we were all seriously. weren't we all waiting for this? It was you know yeah. given all the you know the colonial aspects about Hawaii and its history and all that and all that fucking shit. It's like, uh-huh. of course, it was. Well, you know, it was the whites that caused the fire. <laughs> Classic. Classic like, liberals. What the fuck? Um, speaking of white liberals losing their minds, and? uh, let's talk about this, uh, backpack fiasco. Backpack kid? Yeah, because you wrote about this yesterday. <laughs> yeah. What happened, uh, with this uh, kid who brought a backpack to school? Yeah. He had a Gadsden, yeah, uh, the Vanguard hatch. School in Colorado. Yeah, right. this kid, his name is Jaden, we don't know his last name, yeah. but, you know, he, he had a Gadsden flag badge on his backpack. And apparently, it caused a DEFCON fuck meltdown with the school staff who mm-hmm. booted the kid from class. They're learning about the revolution, by the way, uh-huh. which is just like ironic. The seed of irony. Yeah. Seventh grader. The, 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 the school officials are like, "This is this is policy." The mom served the school official in the video a piping hot cup of "shut the fuck up," <laughs> saying how like, "No, it's not rooted in racism." This, that, and the other. And then, well, they uh, said that the Gadsden flag is slavery. Yeah, it is. Is racist. Yeah. So she wasn't going to, like, you know, let her son get bullied like this. So they said they'll get in touch with, like, the director of uh, internal communications or some shit, who they had the emails, was like, yes, it's true. There are no historical ties to racism with the Gadsden flag. Don't shut up me. It's all about revolution. But it's been used recently to be like a dog whistle. So therefore, it's problematic. Well, meanwhile, in Virginia, you see this kid, this kid had American flags mounted on his truck, uh-huh. his pickup truck. The school told him to take it down. Really? Yes. Jesus. So obviously he's switching schools. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm just a very problematic individual because I have a Gadsden flag hanging in my room. I have a Gadsden hat. I have several yeah. t-shirts with it on it. My license plate on my car is a Gadsden license plate. Here in Virginia, yeah. they have... A don't tread on me plate. They do. And it's one of the best looking it's license awesome. plates I've ever seen. It's awesome. Um, it, it's just totally outrageous the things they try to What's say. What's next? Uh, well, the the appeal to heaven flag is going to be <laughs> Well, you know, they, they did the same thing with the thin blue line flag. Yes. You know, and they, they banned police departments from flying that flag, yeah. which is the police flag. Yeah. Um, so, you know, this, this kind of fucking it's, 
retardation is only going to get worse. Yeah. Uh, what else do we got here? Climate change protests. So this was a good yeah, one. Yeah, this is great. So in Nevada, uh, they were blocking the road. Yeah, the Burning Man. Yeah. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah it's Burning Man, yeah. So the tribal police had enough of that. Yeah. And they drove their truck through <laughs> the blockade. <laughs> And then got out of the car with guns drawn oh, yeah, and arrested was, was, all the yeah, climate change amazing. communists. Amazing. That was great. Um, what else do we got here? Uh, Oregon woman accusing a hospital of denying her medical care. What is that one about? Well, she's this. Uh, she complained about a transgendered flag in the facility uh-huh. being displayed, and she's like, "Maybe you should take that down." Yeah, not a great idea. Yeah, it wasn't like, you know, I, it wasn't overly vicious, huh? but she was told to get re-educated if she wants to come back. Oh, my God. Allegedly. Allegedly. They're looking into it, but... Jesus. And, of course, if you read the story, I don't think she's, like, a hardcore conservative at Yeah, all. I think she's, like, a, I think, frankly, I wouldn't be surprised if she's, like, a J.K. Rowling lefty feminist, mm-hmm. but she ain't part of the whole dudes pretend to be women bit, so they told her that she, she's problematic. Jesus. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, what else do we got going on here? What's this hidden camera one? This thing's interesting. Oh, yeah. Another Florida man story, but it's okay. not funny. It's not Florida man takes 20 shots, sets a trash can on fire, and punches guy in the face. There's, okay. It's not that type of story. It is this uh, family yeah. got into a noise complaint war with a neighbor. Mm-hmm. And he bitched and bitched and bitched. Finally, they they got they kept getting sick, nausea, dizziness. Uh-huh. The the ten month old daughter was just teary eyed, just they were absolutely not. So this happened for months, and, and then there was an odor in the house. They couldn't figure out what it was. They checked the vents, checked the water heater, they couldn't figure it out. So he finally installs a hidden camera in the plant, the fake plant next to his front door, and they found this guy, Mr. Lee, uh, Asian, uh-huh. USF uh, PhD chem student, formerly. Injecting opioids into the crack of their front door. What? Yes. Injecting opioids under the crack. And, uh, of course, he's been arrested and charged with a slew of, slew of you know, felony charges, uh, including, you know, battery and all that stuff. He, you know, he's, he's also in the process of being evicted from the complex for obvious reasons. And uh, he's doing court December 5th. He's out on bond. Oh, my God. But yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's, you, that's almost like a chemical how do you attack. Even, yeah, like how did I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah, apparently, you know, one there's an allegation that he used the laboratory at USF to make these this opioid to like aerosolize yeah. it. Yeah. Well, no, no, it was literally it was a syringe, uh-huh. and he just was he popped it, and then went underneath the the crack of the front door and and let it sit. Yeah, but how? I, how? I guess I'm not understanding. Yeah. How that would make them sick? Like well, how would it ingest? Um, I think maybe it, you know, just the odor. Oh, okay. It. Yeah, interesting. There was an odor. Yeah, and even neighbors were like, when they this family went on vacation, the neighbors were like, "There's an odor like by your door." Oh, okay. Right? Yeah, yeah. So I guess after you know, this wasn't the first time. This is just the first right. time he was fucking caught, right. and it just you know, it sitting and you know, just the, the, the fumes from it, you know, caused crazy. the whole family to get sick. In fact, nausea, stomach cramps, you know, all that yeah. stuff are side effects of these opioids that he was injecting. So, yeah. Jesus. Oh, my God. That's terrible. Na- that, that's a neighbors from hell story. Truly. Yeah. Um, 
Well, it's getting very sophisticated. Whatever happened to the good old days? Like, yeah, you know, exactly. Just putting a pile of flaming shit yeah, on the board or something. Yeah, something like that now. Yeah, now it's like chemical warfare. Yeah. Um. All right. This story was interesting that you wrote. Yeah. Um. And I I read it and I was like, oh fuck, he's hundred percent right about this. Yeah. Uh, what happened to Dems under Obama? Yeah. Has spread to the Republicans. Yeah. And so why don't you tell us what that is? All right, man. So. In this 2016 election, there was one story that was being hammered. Even Hillary Clinton had to respond to it because she had to make a promise that she would rebuild these infrastructures. But state parties under Obama had been decimated. Decimated. Democratic state parties were absolutely being just roasted, um, hollowed out by, by Republicans. Republicans were dominating state races, secretaries of state, all that all, all that does. So Clinton vowed to rebuild state party structures if she were elected. Obviously, it didn't happen. Um, now that's happened to us. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not trying... Now, of course, Politico interviewed all like these Lincoln Project folks who obviously blame Trump and this, yeah. that, and the other. But the truth of the matter is, state parties and GOP state parties in key states, Michigan, you know, uh, Colorado, are just completely decimated. I, yeah. think, I think Michigan only has had $53.16 in their account. Uh-huh. Colorado uh, state party headquarters was being evicted. Yep. They couldn't pay the rent. Uh, in Pennsylvania, they, they sold their headquarters on State Street. Um, well, you know, people forget because Youngkin turned it around, but Virginia yeah. State GOP was in the same Oh, my God, yeah. Winning um, cures all, right? Yeah. As they say. Yeah. And then in sports and everything, winning cures all. And, you know, listen, this is not the fault of – Trump or anything. It's just the party has become more blue collar, more working class, mm-hmm. more populist. And this is, you know, some people can't stand that. But that that's how it is. And, and now, those but those people are also inherently not the consultant class. Yeah. Which not. is what state parties generally yeah. are. Yep. You know? So yeah. it's like Yeah. So now they're trying now some people say this is just, you know, the next evolution of, you know, politics here. Uh-huh. That that basically the wide network vast ranging network of super PACs can fill that void. But still, there are th- certain functions that a state party can do that are just, that a, a super PAC can't. Yeah. So, and there are some races that a super PAC can't really get really heavily involved in or be effective in, in campaigning. So, you know, there's that side of the coin. But, um, again, this is not like Armageddon. Right. I mean, Democrats have rebuilt their some of their state parties in, 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 in key contests. So, you know, winning cures all. We see it in Virginia. I thought Virginia was done. I yeah. Really oh yeah, for sure. I thought Virginia was I, absolutely I was done. Ready and, to flee. and then Yunkin came, and you know, you just got to find the right candidate. That's another thing. You know, when you when you don't have this type of stuff, you can get some candidates who are just terrible. Yeah. In Pennsylvania, for example, is just. I mean, we've had a decade of just bad statewide candidates. So, um, you know, it's listen. These things go in cycles. Nobody's immune, and I think that's something that some people tend tend to forget. Yeah. You know. Well, you know, I mean, the Lincoln Project types will use this type of thing to be like, oh, we were right. Yeah. But and I love how that was like the first go-to that Politico went to. Yeah, like, of course. Of course. I'm just like, oh, of course. They're going to blame Trump. And lo and behold, yeah. it's fool. Well, the Trump moment kind of, you know, decimated the committees. I'm like, no. A bunch of snakes. No. The Trump people won these committee races. Yeah. Whatever. Um, Mitch McConnell had yeah. another another health incident today. It's, it came at the worst time, too. Um, we have, uh, do we have this clip? Yes, yeah, we do. We do. 
So he froze up again yeah, totally. Bad. Here's made worse by the fact that it's a question about re-election. And he just... Well, man, you shouldn't run for re-election anyway. Everybody knows that. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. We just need him to survive long enough to not get replaced. Like, I mean, that's what it comes down yeah, to. It's yeah, all about the political math. Okay? Like, the Democrats run yeah. Kentucky yeah. at the governor level. Yeah. If McConnell dies or retires... The Democrat gets to appoint a Democrat. Um, So we just need to make it to the next election where uh, we could get another, you know, Republican into that seat. But who can, um, I mean, who is it? I don't even know. We got to see if we can win the governor. See, that's the thing, too. You know, some of these guys, they stay for so long that they hollow out the bench. Yeah, well, that's what happens. Maybe Rand Paul could recruit somebody. Um, yeah. I'd love to get another Ram Paul in that seat. That'd be great. That'd be good. Um, that would be good. Nonetheless, you could tell there he just goes totally blank. Yeah, it was like you know the, what this comes down it was to like the July incident on the hill. Well, you know what this comes yeah. down to. Do you remember when he first had that fall? Right. Yes, he had. And the they fall. said, "Oh, it's just a simple concussion." But and he was, I said, but he was in the hospital." And for I two said. Weeks. It was way worse than that. Yeah. Way worse than that. Yeah. Well, here you see it now. Yeah, you see yeah. the consequences. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't been the same since. And, you know, and I'm not bashing on him for it. He, he's, he's backed himself into a corner now where yeah. uh, he wouldn't let go of the minority leadership. Yep. He wouldn't retire from his seat. And so now he's got to try to stick it out. But what I don't get is why he's doing these media events. Just go into hiding. <laughs> it works for the other people. It works for Joe Biden. It works for, you know, Mr. Stroke himself, John Fetterman. I mean, just don't do these things. If you're not running for re-election, you don't have to, like, yeah. show up to the Kentucky Chamber of Commerce like this and do a press avail. Yeah. Like, go talk to your big donors, I mean, I, grease the skits, and that's it. I would say the reason why Fetterman can avoid these events is because he's not in the public. He's not in leadership. Yeah, McConnell kind of has to do, like you said, he backed him into a corner, he backed himself into a corner because he's in leadership. He is expected to yeah. to do these types of events. Yeah, well, I mean, he could he could deputize like Barrasso could do this, right? Or yeah. somebody else could. But could, as we've discussed, or, all of the under leadership in the Senate side suck ass. Yeah, so <laughs> great situation we got there on that one. Oh Lord, um, second GOP debate. Less than a month away now. It will be on September 27th. We now know that it will be moderated by Dana Perino and Stuart Varney. Love Varney. Um, I think Dana is great. Yeah. I think she'll be Both much better than Martha McCallum. And Stu Varney is way better than Brett Baer. So I'm expecting a better debate. 
That man is Fox Business. He, he makes that yeah. network watch. Well, him and Larry Kudlow. Yeah. Love Larry Kudlow. Larry Kudlow is a number one town hall VIP. Yes. He is a great VIP member. Yeah, I've yeah. talked to him. Love love the guy. Um, what else we got here? This one's terrible. So a, there was a school bus crash that killed a child Ugh. and injured over 20 other children on this bus in Ohio. This is in a town in Ohio. The person who crashed into the bus? Mm. Illegal immigrant. Oh. Yep. Oh, my. And this is just one small example of how an open border affects real everyday Americans in Ohio, in anywhere in the country, not just at the border. Yeah. If this illegal was not in the country, they wouldn't have crashed into this school bus and wouldn't have killed an American child. Yep. I mean, that's just for, a fact. Except for scores of people. Kate yep. Steinle. Yep. Um, Unreal. Um, I wanted to spend a little time on this, but we're, we're tight, on, tight on the schedule here. Uh, we're going to talk next week about COVID, uh, <sighs> how they're bringing back COVID. They're trying to bring it back. How they're bringing it back. They, uh, the election want, variant? They, yeah, that's what it is. The it's, election an election, variant. it's an election year, so they're amping up the PSYOP. They want more lockdowns, more masking. Uh, Joe Biden says you're going to have another booster. I say no fucking way. So we're going we're gonna to talk about that next week. Of course, we're going to talk more about Vivek the Fake. Vivek the Fake. Um, I had very interesting conversations over the weekend with some Republican friends about him. So I wanted to talk about that. And so uh, on that note, we will be, uh, we will be here next Wednesday, September 6th. Uh, for the next episode of Trigger, we hope you have a fantastic Labor Day weekend. And, of course, you know the deal. If you enjoy Trigger and want to get it uncensored, become a Town Hall VIP member at townhallvip.com. Use the promo code SAVEAMERICA for 50% off. Get into this exclusive club of patriots. Um, I just did uh, the Kurt's video podcast, the Stream of Curtiousness video series. I did that with him today when he was here at the office. So if you are a VIP member, go check that out. That'll be on the site on Friday. We had a great conversation. Um, and, of course, if you want to email us, triggered at townhall.com. We love hearing from you. I got some reader emails we're going to get to next week. Um, I may not be able to respond to all of them, but I do read all of them. I promise you that. And don't forget, five-star ratings and reviews go a long way to helping us beat the big tech algorithms. Uh, we love all of you, and we will be back here on Wednesday for another episode of Trigger. See you then. Thank you.